remember the uh, uh, the little uh, uh, paperclip guy who popped up on your computer? Yeah. Like, hey, can I help you? We had a we had a parody of that paperclip guy for uh, Realms Deep, and it was um uh, the bowling bomb that Shelly uses in Phantom and Ion Fury. And uh, we called him Bomb's Eye Buddy. Nice. And he had like all these lines like, Shelly doesn't play with me anymore. And it's just like, <laughs> goofy as hell. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess we're doing it, man. We're, we're uh, doing it. We're live here. We are. Uh, mics are hot. Mics are hot, hot, hot take. Hey. Like uh, Rodney would say on the Super Action Talk podcast. Hot takes. You know, uh, our buddy Alex, I always... I don't know why, but I always pictured that he should have a hot uh, talk show called Hot Takes with Alex. I like that. I don't know, because I just pictured him like looking really suave and leaning into the microphone oh, and that dude. being like his podcast image. It'd be perfect. It never went beyond like that mental image, but it's just, <laughs> I think it's just because like there'd be so many times when he'd like let his opinion out and everyone in the room would be like, damn, that's a controversial one. Well, and he's and he's got that like, that cool swag look and attitude and... He can he can push the questions in any direction he wants, but yeah. but and, and just come off cool for like, sure. <laughs> so I could definitely see that. Yeah, Alex, we missed you, man. We need to we need yeah, to see come that on guy. The, come on the pod for maybe a Music Monday. Sometime yeah, too. that'd be cool. Um, he said that he's gonna come to the premiere of He Comes to Kill. Hell yeah, yeah. So hell yeah, hell yeah. It's so. gonna be probably the best night of the year. Not gonna lie, dude. That's gonna be a fun night. I think it's gonna be packed. Awesome. I think it's gonna be packed. Yeah. So I'm very very excited. And we're having an after party. MD. MD. Yeah. Shout out Mass Driver. So we're gonna be having an after party after that. So details to come on that. If you're any interested in our world. <laughs> hey, uh, August. You know what would be nice? What's that? be nice if anxiety just like left you alone for a little bit oh man isn't that the truth so like i mean i've dealt with anxiety for a while but like the past week i've been dealing with what is a very like like the anxiety i've had is like waking up in the middle of the night and my brain's telling me you're never gonna amount to anything oh, and yeah. like dealing with that but the past week i've been dealing with i'm cat sitting for a neighbor and i've been dealing with like anxiety of like leave go home put on a movie just relax and be like Oh shit! Did I leave the stove on? Did mm. I lock the door? Did I shut the garage? Did I leave one of them outside? Kind somehow? of like an OCD anxiety, like yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. And it's like nearly every night I've been there, I've had to like pause my movie and get up and go double check. And one night I was like, "No, I'm taking a video as I leave, and I'm gonna like video the knobs on the <laughs> stove, and I'm gonna video like the doors and like get f- video evidence that the cats are inside." And like. You know, it's gotten a little bit better, but, like, on my way over here, like, I pulled out, and then I pulled onto the road, and then I looped back around and drove back just to see, just to confirm that I shut the garage door, and it's, like, it's stupid, it's, like, I... I know there's like exercises like saying it out loud when you do it like I'm shutting the garage door or something that prevent it but it's like I don't have that kind of stuff when it's just me at home and I think it's because it's like I don't have anything at home that needs to be taken care of and whatnot like occasionally I'll be like uh did I leave the heater on or something like that but well yeah. it's someone else's property yeah it's and, and someone else's house living creatures yeah and, and you know you're just wanting to make sure that it's always properly taken care of and uh you know you don't burn the house down or anything like yeah. that. So I get that. That's intense though, because, uh, you know, it's, I get that every once in a while too, especially with the garage door. Like I, uh, I did that with Augie like two weeks ago. I took Augie out, closed my garage, but I thought I, I was literally on Broadway and I was like, I don't think I closed the garage. And I did like a whole loop in the back roads and came back into my neighborhood just to see my garage door was closed. I was like, damn it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like every once in a while I get like that. And, and, um, I, I'm, 
pretty good about staying calm about it, but yeah, sometimes my, my anxiety trips up about like the OCD kind of stuff and really more of like, I don't know when I'm like, when I've got a lot going on in my head and already, and it's just like an extra thing, like that I'm like, I'm forgetting this. I, I or I think I didn't do it, but I did, you know? Mm, so, yeah. um, but anxiety in general, I mean, just sucks, dude. I get it all day. Oh, yeah. I, I get it all day, every day. And the yes. imposter syndrome is so real, dude. In, like, imposter syndrome and anxiety are like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, it's like it's never <laughs> ending. Like even like even my highest moments, man. Like I mean, okay, so we released the trailer for He Comes to Kill on Friday, and it gotten like amazing responses and great views and all that stuff. But like in the back of my mind, I'm like piece of shit. I'm like <laughs> like you know like this sucks. Like you suck. Like this is not gonna you know, turn out well for you. Like, I mean, or like, it's going to be fun, but nothing's going to come out of it. And like, that could be the case. And that also like, it, it could be whatever, but like, it's just, it's one of those things where everything I do, even when I have like successful moments or big successful moments, I still like just hate everything about it and, and, and be like, ah, it's not, I'm never going to be good enough to get where I really want to yeah. be, you know. I think I think a lot of it is like harnessing that anxiety and like using that as motivation to always do better. Yeah. But there's also a certain point where it's just like, man, got to like I wish I could feel good about the things that I do, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's it's true and like I've gotten a little better about at least being like positive about what I do. Like I know people enjoy what I do and and like I enjoy what I do, but I guess like like you said the motivation behind it is like I think there's back in my mind, I'm always like, well, you're never going to be good enough or it's going to be like, just okay, whatever. But if I didn't do it, like these creative things, like I would be even more miserable and more depressed because mm -hmm. I've gone through stretches of time where I don't create anything. And it's like, that's when I start getting real, really, really, really down and really ugly. And, and I just like, so I need to do it for me because it makes me happy and it makes my heart happy. And, and it, and, it does fulfill me in a, in a big sense. Um, but still, I always have that back in my head voice. That's just like, yeah, I mean like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta do stuff that's actually fulfilling. And, uh, yeah. like, uh, I'm in the process of, uh, me and some friends from an improv group are in the process of kind of like forming our own troupe and, we don't really know what we're going to do with it yet, but that's just, you know, it's another avenue to be creative. And, you know, it's been kind of funny laughing to myself. It's like, oh, look, another thing that I'm going to really enjoy doing that is not going to make me any money whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And but it's going to be fun. And yeah. You know, and it's going to it's going to give my brain the good chemicals and all that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how it starts with anything, I guess, you know, like do it because you love it, you know, no matter how hard and frustrating it is and without making any money. I mean, like I, I'm strange films every once in a while gets lucky and I make some money off of some things I do. And I have products out there that I can make money off of, but I don't have people like waiting to, for my merch to drop to, so they can buy all my stuff. And you don't know, you that. know, I don't know, maybe let's drop some merch, man. <laughs> like, uh, but it, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's frustrating. It really is. You sometimes. know what we should do is we should sell, um, we should sell t-shirts, but we should send people when they pick their size, we should send them the wrong size. And the shirt says it would be nice if this shirt fit. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. Uh, we should do it to people we know that way <laughs> at first. Just do, you, <laughs> do you remember a couple of years ago when Cards Against Humanity had this thing where it was called the box of bullshit? And I think it was called that, but like. They said it's literally a box of shit, and like people bought it and they got it, and it was it was literally a box of actual what? shit. It was like dry shit. In I the didn't box. know that. And they they did that, and it was just kind of this thing of just like we're going to tell you that it's just shit. That's funny. We're going to sell it online. 
it's going to be what you buy. And people bought it because they thought it was like an elaborate ruse. It's like, yeah. no, that's just what they do. And it's just, I don't know. Well, we could label it and on the on the site. We like, it would be nice. Uh, it would, wrong size or it would be nice to have a wrong size shirt or something I like mean, we that we could you know? make like, our entire merch line just be it would be nice themed things yeah. like we could also like <laughs> i don't know how we'd pull this off but it'd be funny if we could like make sure every package like got like showed up anywhere between like 10 and like 50 days like in an insane time span and it's just like it would be nice if packages arrived on oh time. man i think people would hate us at that point They'd that's be like, too much of a gimmick that's too i think the shipping is the people like their stuff fast man yeah. but but we could still play gimmicks on them i think it'd be funny to do some sort of uh gimmick kind of merch i, I think that we're onto something on that one Perfect. i, w- I was th- i was thinking about some merch uh when we get to a certain point i'd like to do t-shirts and coffee mugs or something like that you know it'd be nice and it'd be cool if we could do i don't know how it'd be like if you can see at the bottom of the cup it'd be nice like to not go to work or something like yeah. that <laughs> like you know something like that yeah, but it's, it's good yeah but yeah. uh well i want to redesign the logo i think we have our own new logo and, and some merch to go along with that at some point would be hell yeah some be, Get a be mascot. Some cool stuff yeah yeah so look out peeps yeah. yeah someday just keep keep listening keep giving us those good ratings we're getting some good listeners right um, now yeah, and then uh, if you're listening, this is uh, this is it. Would be nice. I'm John. Yeah, I'm August. It's a podcast where we uh, talk about how it would be nice if certain things like anxiety didn't exist. What about you, August? Well, mine's a little lighter than the anxiety, but I I do think it's a very important topic. Then I mean, you say it's lighter, but like I feel like the lighter the topic, the more we have to bitch about it. Well, okay, hear me <laughs> out. <laughs> so, um, and because this is just more of me being like. Like I, I had to go back to Bristol the other day uh, mm-hmm. for work, and you know we live in Knoxville, Tennessee. We we both grew up around the Tri City area, which is like only like an hour and a half. So Kingsport, Johnson City, and Bristol, and Rogersville for you and yep. and whatnot. So, uh, but in that area, uh, there's a local uh, phenomenon of a fast food joint called Pals that I used to work at. Yeah, you did, and I had an interview there, and they told me to cut my hair. I said no. <laughs> I, I like, should have said no. But yeah, I needed the money. But, um, so I drove by pals and dude, like every time I go to the tri cities for work, I always think of pals cause I'm like, I want pals, but my van is Doesn't like nine feet. Yeah. It's like nine feet tall and I can't go through the drive through. And the only one that you can go walk in is the in, original. Yeah. Like, so, and I'm never really around, around that specific area and I can't like detour just to go get pals. You and, could- I mean, I, when I worked there, we like, we occasionally just had people who, like, I think they had big trucks and stuff. They would just park it, and then they would walk up. Yeah, I'm just not that guy, though. You I did that one. I don't want to be that guy, especially because they're usually always busy, and I don't want to be like that loser, like that stands in the, like in the in the fucking roundabout drive-through when there's like seven cars behind me. I'm like, sorry guys, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. walk around. I did that in high school once, you know, and I, I'm not ashamed about that. That was fun, but in my van, I don't want to do that. So it would be nice if there was a pals around this area. So like you mentioned that, and every time I've thought about that, is you, you know we talked about traffic and driving in knoxville a pals in knoxville would cause the highways to self-destruct it's got to be like in they'd have to put like 20 (laughs) pals in knoxville to meet the demand because the number of the number of people that grew up in like that region and grew up with pals and then they're like there's not that much to do in this part of the state and they go to knoxville which is the closest quote-unquote big city to them and then they it's like well they don't have pals but they're not going to leave just to get pals i mean that is true you would have to have multiple locations around here but i feel like they would go the chick-fil-a 
you know, mentality and just crank them out like they normally do in, in kink sport. Dude. Yeah. I mean, Chick-fil-A, they're fucking angels over there. You can go in their busiest peak time when there's like 30 cars and you'll get out in five minutes because they're just, they got that system locked down, they, they, which they is do. awesome, you know, but, uh, uh, but no, I, I, I just, every time I go and I want pals so bad and I'm like, ah, the closest one's 45 minutes away in Morristown, which is, yeah, I could do it, but I don't want to, I want to just go down the street. But yeah. so, uh, so yeah, I, I, I would just, it's more of a, I, I, it'd be nice if I could have a pals burger, man. What, what's, what's your, uh, go to? Uh, yeah. I was about to, was about to ask you the same question, man. My go-to, like, I'm not going to lie. I was, I've never really had much of their burgers. I did get burned out on them for a while when All I worked right, yeah. there, but for a little while, they had the patty melt there, and that oh, was yeah. the bomb diggity. But that's when I worked there, and that was just kind of like whatever. Uh, I I always love their hot dogs, dude. Mm. And like for a while, I just got them plain with mustard, just because I don't know why, but they had an extra like snappiness and just a little extra flavor than you know anything store bought or anything you get elsewhere. And not many fast food places had hot dogs. No, so. it's true, man. Their hot dogs are legit. But, I love their burgers though. They're big pal with oh, cheese, yeah, bacon yeah. cheese, man. And uh, you've got to get the Frenchy fry with oh, it, those man. French fries, and it's like it's so crazy, like. People people talk about how like they're, the French fries are like kind of like the phenomenon for a lot of people, yeah. and it's like, I mean, they just use, they just use seasoned salt instead of regular salt. Yeah, that's kind of the that's kind of the main thing. I don't know, man. It's like those they're thin, crispy, some and, and even if they're a little mushy, oh, they're just so damn they're, good. They're, yeah, they're they. Uh, someone I worked there, and like God, I guess I'm just revealing company secrets or Do whatever. It. I don't care. I, I hated the Birkin there. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Take that, pal. But um, pal Barker passed away i think didn't he yeah i think he did yeah uh, but uh no actually i don't i don't mind him it was my it was my direct manager who thought he was god's gift to earth because yeah. he managed a pals take uh, that but like they straight up like if fries are like a minute or two old they're like in the trash wow but like there were they, they put it in a bucket and i remember like it was always like a running joke for everyone who noticed that bucket it's like what if we just ate the entire bucket? Like, what if we, and like, obviously the ones in the bottom have been sitting there since like the beginning of the day and yeah. whatnot, but it's just, wow. I mean, that's a lot of food waste. That but, is, uh, that is. Yeah. That's uh that's intense. Man. I remember one of the things I hated about working there and like, I'll, I'll stop after this one because there's other things I hated. I'm sure. But you know, one of the things was you could get food there and you can get a discount when you worked, but you had to eat it there. You couldn't take it home with you. Oh, really? And I, to quote my manager, I don't run a charity here. And it's like, I just don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. I'm not like buying 10 burgers and bringing them home to my family. I just want to get out of here. Wow, that's lame. <laughs> just want to go home. And it's like, just, I don't know, maybe just put like an upper limit on how much you can get when you take it home with you. It's yeah. Like, whatever. But I, I, they did give you a free drink at the end of the day. And I would... I'd usually like fill it with like I don't know like uh, Pib Extra, and then I'd oh, yeah. go home and get a c- couple shots of whiskey in there. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> well, I, I would work. Oh like, yeah, I forgot you're like you're, you're like in college when you were. Yeah, there, I was like right? I, yeah. I, I like I turned I turned twenty one. <laughs> I was like was... imagine John in high school like, <laughs> like no like going to but get no, shots of whiskey. <laughs> they usually so often they'd have me come in at like five in the morning to unload the yeah. truck, and like unloading a truck at like a job is like whatever. Unloading a truck in a pals, which has like there's barely room to breathe. Right. Yeah. And then like you have to be insanely fast because if you're not fast, then suddenly all the stuff from the truck makes it so no one can get through the store. And it was just like it was like when I finished those shifts, it was like it felt like a bad dream. Like I'd go home and I'd be so exhausted. I'm like, that just felt like a bad dream. And I just I just pass out and wake up at around like four or something. And I'm like still half energy. And I'm like. I just I just lost today. I just lost today because I lost yeah. so much energy from having mm. to get up early and do that work and God. Whew. 
Love, yeah. that, love, love food from pals, but working there yeah. was an awful experience. Yeah, I would never want to work there. I had one interview there, and I and I knew right away I didn't want to go. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, pals, man, I could eat there. I mean, I used to eat there all the time, and I, I could still do it. Uh, I, I miss it. It's a novelty, man. I, it's in. Uh, I miss their breakfast too, like their sausage biscuits and cheesy tots. Dude. I tell you what, I I never liked their sausage biscuits, but those cheddar rounds. Those cheddar rounds. Those that's cheddar right. Cheddar yeah. rounds are so cheddar good. Rounds. We uh. We've talked about this before, but um, not I don't think on the podcast, but like the weekend you and I met at the Auto oh, City Film yeah, Festival. Dude. What a great story! We both um, we both went to like a morning like Q and A panel, which I mean I think it was just like us and like some other person, it's like four or five of us. Or no, something no one like really that. showed yeah. up, but we had like an obligation to like be there early and whatnot. And we just we walked down to the original pals and got food and talked about filmmaking and whatnot. Like, like we didn't even know each other. Like, yeah, you know, like we just were like. We're just I I can't, did we meet the night before like, like the a, first like a time? couple like, nights before yeah okay this, so, I think this was the last day of okay the festival, so like yeah. but like we were like pretty fresh of just like saying hi to each other essentially pretty much. and uh, we were just like you want to go get breakfast and I was like there's pals right down uh, down the street we walked all the way to pals and got the, uh, breakfast because and... the previous day I had uh, I got um got bagels with uh, Ryan Renfro oh yeah, yeah. okay. And, uh, yeah, we walked and had a nice little breakfast and chat and walking and then, uh, we became good friends since. And yeah. Best, yeah. We became, it was, that was the start of our friendship, man. That it's was kind of crazy. Was, I always was like, wild. I was like reminiscing on that. Cause it's like, it's it's always fun reminiscing on those little moments. Cause like in those moments you're just like, Oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. And, like a few years later, it's like, damn, that was really cool. Damn. That was really cool. Damn. Yeah. 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 No, it was, it was crazy. And then, uh, and then it was like, I, you moved to Knoxville. God, it was, it was only like Oh, it was six just months few, later. Yeah, I mean, I, this is my last semester. Yeah. yeah, so you moved to Knoxville pretty shortly after, and then you hit me up. Was like, it was like you hit me up like a week or two before I was having this big party, and you were like, "Hey, I'm moving to Knoxville. If you ever want to hang out, or whatever." And I was like, "Yeah, sure, of course, dude." And then like I'm having this big party at my house, and I'm like going getting liquor and snacks and all kinds of stuff, and then, like I was just like, "John's in Knoxville." Let me invite John. Because <laughs> well, I met Blake and Alex that night too. Yeah, and, yeah. and um, the other Blake and the, their roommate Joe. That was the first time I met Alex and and uh, other Blake and Joe too. Yeah. yeah, and it was just like weird. It's like I made all the friends I had in Knoxville that night. Like yeah. I've made more since then, but like for several years, it was like that was that was everyone. That was all. That my was friends. our group. <laughs> that was our group, man, for a long time. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's it's cool how uh, that that all came came about. And now look at us. We're doing a podcast. We're dude. doing a podcast. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. I'm out of all the podcasts in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Blake and I attempted one you for a little bit, did. and then COVID happened. Yeah, and that was before did. we knew about like Spotify and like letting you use mu- music. So it was just like we were just like had to cut away mm-hmm. and then be like, "All right, we're back. You hope you listen to the song elsewhere right, because yeah. we can't put it in." And yeah, speaking of Blake, uh, shout out to you, man. I know you listen uh, for coming on to the Music Monday podcast. That was, that was fun. I uh, that was a good little. Uh, roundabout discussion and i think i have to apologize for uh the that last music monday uh i i got okay so i haven't really did the research still i even though i should have uh mf doom and mad villain are they the same guys or not because i think it's a collab a collab okay yeah. i kept saying mf doom mf doom but it, was, it says mad villain on the damn spotify, uh, spotify. Yeah. i'm like wait a sec <laughs> like, but like if you look on the album it says Mad Villain, MF Doom, and maybe one more yeah. name on there too. So I'm just, th- I was like, so, so people, if if they listen to that episode, I'm like, this motherfucker doesn't even know I what mean, he's talking I've, about. I've seen that on Spotify before, where if there's like an album and it's it's by an artist, but that artist is just two really well known artists yeah. already. Like, um, like uh, I listen to uh, there's there's Connor Oberst from uh, 
Bright Eyes, and then I listened to a lot of Phoebe Bridgers. She's a singer-songwriter, and they did an album together, and it was under the name Better Oblivion Community Center. But if you go to that album, it's credited to Better Oblivion Community Center, Phoebe Bridgers, and Connor Overs. Ah, okay. And it's like, I guess they do that so that, like, you know... The, the the stuff still shows up on the artist's page, yeah. even though it's technically a yeah, separate artist. Because that's how I found the album under MF Doom's yeah. page. So apologize to the people who are probably listening to that and being like, "This guy, this guy doesn't even know who he's talking I about." I mean, the, and then you got Blake who like pulled up like the list of Stooges band members yeah, as I we know. were getting ready to prepare. And yeah. I'm gonna be real; I know nothing about like the guy, the guy I picked. I just really like that song. Yeah, and I just I just, was just fresh off the kick of uh, of listening to mf doom and in those songs too. there was so also was you, like yeah we got to the end of the episode and you you forgot to introduce blake you're like we should probably introduce <laughs> yeah. for those who are uh un, un, unsure uh we have music monday episodes those are those are only on spotify thanks spotify for letting us include music yeah. in our episodes but uh if you don't have spotify then well you can you can always like go to our social media and just see what the songs were and give yeah. them a listen yourself. You'll you'll miss our discussion, but hey. But yeah, and and uh, it's cool. I, I, so I I shared the episode on our Instagram. It would be nice podcast on Instagram. Um, and I uh, on the story I posted all the songs like a good, cl- good. a snippet of every song. So and the link to the podcast. So it's like at least like you can kind of hear snippets of what we're listening to. Right. But I figured you know with the guests, I, it was nice that we had three picks there. I think if it's just me and you, we'll do two and two or something like that just to kind of fill it out but that was a cool that was a fun little uh, episode and it's nice now that the the, uh, the episodes are kind of uh coming out in order again back yeah. on track the first two were a little rocky but uh we, we got through it and we're, we're, uh, on, we're, on we're like way. we're like newborn deer podcasters yeah struggling to <laughs> you <walk>. mentioned that <laughs> and, and we're just trying to just trying to get on our feet so uh but yeah no music monday on uh on mondays on our regular episode on wednesday uh wednesdays that comes out on every platform so uh speaking of music dude Mm-hmm. I got the biggest news. Uh, and I, I, know, I bet I know what this you is. You already know, man. Yeah. And I've been crying since yesterday, dude. Blink-182 with Tom DeLonge is back, man. And it's like, ah, just when I thought I was going to like touch up or, or uh, cover up my Blink-182 tattoo, man. Now I can just get it touched up and, and add that six arrow that I never thought I was going to get. But, dude... Tom is back with Blink, and that made me so happy. I went and bought a shirt. Uh, I, I bought the Blink shirt that they put out yesterday. Um, the new song, Edging, comes out Friday. They already have a new album on the way. They're going on tour, which I probably won't see him because I'm old. And uh, But I've got the flag right there, dude, which one day we'll, when we have video, you can all, you all can see. Uh, but, yeah, dude, Blink-182 with Tom is back. I love you, Maskeba, but I'm glad that uh, Tom is back. And it's just I've been, like, just just – head over heels giddy since so you'll have to give me a little rundown because i'm unfamiliar with like their history oh man okay so i'll try to make it short and simple for the the audience here but essentially blink has been around for like 30 years Mm -hmm. you had uh mark and tom have always been the founding members and then you had scott rayner which is the the original drummer in like early mid 90s and then uh Scott had an alcohol problem, so he got kicked out of the band, and travis barker filled in and travis and the those those three were the the three amigos for the longest time that's where you hear like their platinum hits i mean all the small things and what's my age again uh all the way until their self-titled untitled untitled album in 2004 then they broke up so then there was like this big hiatus for like five years i think and tom did his own band angels and airwaves which another big passionate band of mine and then mark and travis did their own thing like they started a band called plus 44 but then they did their own solo projects and yeah 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 2009 Travis Barker almost died in that plane crash, right? 
And right after, like, he was okay, uh, Tom, Mark, and Travis all reunited and came back together as Blink-22. I saw him on tour. It was the shit. And they released another album, Neighborhoods, in 2011. It was the shit. They released an EP, like, a year or two later, Dogs Eating Dogs. It was the shit. <laughs> and then... Tom left the band. He got he like just left because he was gonna go chase aliens, and he was like <laughs> he was like wanting to do more angels and airwaves things. And he really like seriously, his biggest influence or uh, aspiration at the time was to go chase aliens. Like he wanted to do uh, like to the stars and all this like government conspiracy stuff and all those things. So he left the band, and he was like doing. He was off the deep end, man. He was and and granted. All the stuff he was trying to chase actually was true. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, so you can't really blame Honestly, the guy. When it, when it comes to like conspiracy theories and stuff, at least aliens are like fun. And yeah. like, if you find stuff that that's cool. <laughs> but he did. He just like like his manager or something like that emailed the band and said Tom's out. Like that was like essentially it. So it, it it happened like that. And with that fallout, instead of Blink going on hiatus again, they brought in Matt Skiba of Alkaline Trio, the lead singer and guitar player of that to fill Tom's place. And well, that explains a joke that I heard the other day that I didn't get. And it was, um, it was, it was a headline from this website, a uh, hard, hard drive. Uh, yeah. And it was, uh, aliens accidentally. Abducted. Oh, the hard Matt times. Ski- yeah. Hard yeah. times. Yes. Well, they've got hard drive and oh, hard okay. times, but gotcha. it was aliens accidentally abduct Matt. Skiba, yeah, and yeah. I was like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. But now that you explain, it, I'm like, that's really funny. Yeah. It, no, so, <laughs> but dude, Matt was cool. Like, I mean, like people hate him. I, and, and people loved him. People hate him. I mean, but Matt was cool. I, I enjoyed his presence in the band. It was cool seeing Blink still play. Um, and they released two albums, California Nine, and I saw them play with Matt, and they did awesome. Uh, it was it was nice to see them make music still, and and still keep a lot of the essence of Blink in it. I mean, it's not they're they're not like their greatest hits as far as those two albums go, but they're not bad. They're really not bad. Yeah. I, I enjoy them. Um, but yeah, so we really haven't heard anything from Blink-22 for a long time because Mark got cancer also, oh, stage yeah. four cancer. Like he was thought he was gonna die. And this was also during like COVID and all this stuff, but he uh, made a full recovery and it's cancer free and everything. And then I guess it's been under wraps for the last like six months that Tom was back in the band. Hell and yeah. here we are, dude. Hell yeah. And it, it only took Travis almost dying, Mark almost dying for Tom to be like, you know what? Let's make music again. Dude, do you think Tom <laughs> actually met the aliens and they're like, bro, go back to making music? Bro, you have to make <laughs> music with blink when like they have the, he goes up he gets abducted and goes on the spaceship but they have the full discog they have the flag and everything and they're just like bro i mean we've been hanging out just waiting for you to get like we've been pissed that you've been looking for us but we're glad we found you because you you got a mission down here on earth we have to let you know that to save humanity you have to go back with blink 182 he's like do i have to and he's like yes okay fine i need money anyway so perfect <laughs> like, so now you uh now you gotta like Ask, I mean, that makes a good movie idea. So now you gotta send them, like, you gotta go on Twitter and just be like, guys, guys, can I make a movie about like ah, aliens right. convincing yeah. you to make a new album? Yeah, dude. So go ahead and write the script. I, I mean, know, it I should. writes itself. Yeah, I mean, I should send it to Tom because he's making movies about aliens and monsters and all kinds of shit. So, like, this is so meta and punk rock, Tom. You'd love this. <laughs> you would love this. But no, I'm, I'm just so happy, dude. It's just exciting because, like, even as silly as the whole thing is like with the, those guys like and that i'm 
a 30 year old like getting excited about I mean, you've, been in, you've been into them for a long time haven't you? oh yeah dude since i was like fourth grade like i mean i've been obsessed i got their tattoo when i was 18 years old the day i turned 18 man like i mean it's always been like embedded in me with those guys but like as silly as it is i i, I just i love it so much there's a big nostalgia childhood factor in it and uh, i'm just super happy man i can't wait for the new song it'll probably be my, be my music monday pick uh on uh, monday so uh very very excited looking forward to it but uh yeah that was the big uh exciting news i think uh in, in my world in the yeah. last couple of days <laughs> yeah i've uh not many new developments for me uh but uh, hey if you're listening this comes out we're putting this out tonight, right? Yeah, it'll be yeah. out tonight. Yeah, yeah Wednesday. Uh, so. so if you're listening on Wednesday, the, the, Thursday, October 13th, uh, Cultic, uh, new, a game from 3D Realms and uh, JSAW's Games comes out. I've uh, Jason's a, a, a friend of 3D Realms, and you know I've been I've been watching the development of Cultic over our Discord channel and whatnot, and uh, I played the demo like 20 times because it's rad as hell. It's a good spooky time. It's out tomorrow, so Sweet. buy that shit. I think it's only PC for now, but okay. uh, I believe it's only PC for now. Don't don't kill me, marketing is there, department. Is there like some socials that they've got that we can tag them in with this? Uh, I don't know off something? the top of my head, but if you just search "cultic game," you should be able to find cool. anything. And it's 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 him. He's he's making it. He's got a little support, but it's it's like a solo project for the most part. And it's, Hell yeah. It's super cool and uh, perfect for spooky season. Which um, yeah, let's dig into now, it uh, now. F- for our listeners who probably went into this podcast not expecting it to be a movie podcast, but, yeah, well, uh, it's spooky season. We're watching a lot of horror. I think movies. during Halloween and Christmas time, we're going to be talking all kinds of fun movies. But I don't know, especially during Halloween. So, oh yeah, but yeah, man, what we got, dude? We've uh, uh, we both got some new movies so under our belt. There's two that we both watched that we can discuss, and then we can kind of get to like the individual ones. Yeah. Uh, uh, how about that X? Dude, it was great. I loved it. I it's so good. one of my favorite, one of my uh, most recent favorite movies of uh, in the horror genre, especially. It I mean, is. I haven't watched a lot of new movies this year, but like as far as uh, just in general, in the last few years, I mean, that was it was a fantastic. I it's loved it. definitely one of my favorite slashers too. Just, I mean, it's really. I really hope that we start like this new trend of. Like, cause I, I tell you, I love corny slashers, but when I watch a slasher movie, like at the beginning of it, it's like, okay, is this going to be good? Or am I just going to root for the killer and wait for the good kills? And this, and like, I like this new trend and I don't know if there's any other movies that do this, but I really hope we see a lot more slashers where like the characters are like, they don't have to be good people, but they have to be like interesting and compelling enough that like you see them and actually enjoy them on screen and not just when they're getting killed. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and the, the story it was it was great. I mean, like you said, it doesn't have to be like this, like these heroes or anything like that. I mean, I thought it was a very real premise of as as far as like people go. And I mean, the very seventies. I, mean, I mean, when I when they were going out to the middle of nowhere in Texas in the seventies, and I'm like, this is just some Texas chainsaw. Oh, shit. I had that vibe very clearly, dude, and I, I I really loved it. Um, I thought the characters were really a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and then and and it was a slow burn for the first like forty five hour or whatever, but like once it starts going and you're like, oh, you're going. like, oh, shit, man. Like, um, but, you know, and, and, and we talked about this before and spoilers to anybody. I mean, I don't know. But uh, uh, we I didn't realize that it was old people that were like the villains. Yeah, I didn't. I knew nothing about it. I didn't know. I didn't watch any trailers going into it. I didn't know anything about it besides like just knowing that it was a cool movie. So, I mean, I, I honestly like I met the old people and I thought they were kind of weird. But I my th- thought was they have a kid or something. I thought like that. something was going to. 
something else was going to p- come out, you know, like I didn't know if it was going to be someone else coming to the the barn or the ranch that they had, or like, like you said, like a kid or something like, like, cause like it opens up in the basement, you know, when they're like, he's like, yeah. Oh fuck. And I was like, all right, what's down there? You know? So I was like, I was expecting something like that, but it was really nice to see like old people just fucking slashing them up, man. And, and going, I mean, going you don't, hard. You don't, you don't expect them to no. do that kind of shit. It was nice. All. It was, it, it was, and it was very, um, it was bloody. It was good, that man. First yeah, kill. Dude. This, I mean, that first kill is probably the best one in the whole movie. Don't fear the Reaper. That's so good. But um, one of the kill that made me laugh out loud is uh, right towards the end uh, when uh, uh, Mac, I think her name, yeah, Maxine is freeing. I forget her name, but they call all call her Church Mouse. Uh, they, she frees her from the prison, and she just like freaks out, runs outside, and immediately gets oh, killed yeah, with a shotgun. Yeah. And it's like it's. I want someone to like put like a Looney Tune sound effect yeah, over that yeah. clip. But um, and was, I love uh, when she when the. the Pearl, uh, she shoots the shotgun and she flies back. <laughs> that was fucking great. Oh, oh that man. was great too. So, man. did you know that um, Pearl and Maxine are the same actress? No. Yeah. Really? I didn't realize that until I looked at the cast. Whoa. Literally the same actress. I thought it was just some old lady. I was yeah. like, I was like, and I was like, kudos to her for showing her tits and not. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> my my thought is like when you're going to a movie that's about like making porn, it's like how much are y'all gonna show us? Because yeah, it's like, yeah. I, I understand, like, I act, like uh, actors have contracts. Some of them don't want to do that, yeah. but that's, and that's fine. But, like, it's kind of like you never know when you're going into something like that. I like Kid Cudi's uh, silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> so, that made me laugh so hard, and it's just like, I don't know. You got, you got to wonder. It's like, did, is that What's a prosthetic? That? Is that a... Dude, he was naked for a good bit of that movie. Like, I mean, like, you don't, you see his ass, but, like, and, and besides the silhouette. But, like, just I was, I was just curious. I was like, man, because, like, you know, like, he do, he's done acting and he's he's been in a few films before and whatnot i'm like but i was like this is i feel like it was this is totally different and not what he was used to and i was like yeah. i wonder how comfortable he was just like just doing that like i'm not know? i've not like you know I, i've listened to a little bit of his music but i couldn't say I, I like could know what he looks like off the top yeah. of my head so i didn't know it was him until i saw the credits yeah yeah i love kid cuddy so it was a treat watching him be in that kind of environment yeah. and, and that- uh yeah, we've got the prequel, uh, Pearl. Yeah, so yeah, I'm curious. I've heard a lot of things about that. Like, apparently she has a 10-minute monologue at one point wow. <laughs> and stuff. And uh, I think that's, like, currently in theaters and stuff. Okay. But, uh, and apparently they're making another one called uh, Maxine with three X's. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I heard there's a trilogy. So I, I, so I'm now I'm, like, super invested in well, watching. And, and before you – I mean, not before, but, like, if you need to scratch some itch um, – the House of the Devil and The Innkeepers are two films by the same director, which I would say they're they're even slower than this yeah. one. But if you like just some of the gnarly, gritty feel of this, then you'll you'll get it from those. Especially, yeah, especially House of the Devil. That one that one's really good. Cool. I need to check those out. Yeah, I, I was definitely a fan of uh, of X. I know we talked about it in the last podcast, so I, I immediately watched it uh, <laughs> afterwards on on my my night off, and I was like, let's do this. So. Uh, what else do you got, man? Uh, well, I'll I'll go ahead and pull up some of the stuff I watched. Well, first of all, I uh, I rewatched uh, one a movie I really like, and man, it's such a batshit movie, Reanimator. Oh, dude, so I've I, only seen it once, and the first time was like two years ago, I think. Yeah, and I loved it. It was crazy. It was, so like I made I've made an effort beforehand. I'm like I'm gonna read the story it's based on uh, uh the H.P. Lovecraft story, which is actually it's a series of stories and uh. I mean, I, I've been I've been reading a lot, some Lovecraft and learning a lot about him because he's a very controversial figure and very influential too. But like, I read through these stories and it's kind of like it's serialized, so each one's like a different story. And like, the movie's not 
based on the story. More, it's like it takes a lot of the elements and it's like, okay, we're going to do this because uh, apparently Lovecraft's works are in public domain. Ah. So, like, anyone can do that. But the issue with Lovecraft's works is that most of them involve, like, cosmic beings and eldritch mm. abominations. And it's like, how do you capture that on film? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, Reanimator, uh, great movie. Great. It's just, it's it's batshit. That's what I love about that movie. It is so, like, balls to the wall, like... We're not shy about showing you some gross stuff. Well, that's I think that the biggest thing for me was when it, especially when it starts really amping up near the end and stuff. Yeah. I was like, like I was like, this is a body horror movie. I was like, it was like it was it, it kind of made me uncomfortable in a way where I was like, holy so, shit, like it so was just much. like wild. Yeah, like it was it was a lot. I didn't expect it to be that much, especially being like from the eighties and whatnot. I just was like. I don't know. I just I and wasn't it kinda, expecting it, it feels to be grimy. like that. It's got that low budget. Yeah, feel and... yeah. It made me feel a little wheezy, and I was like, but I loved it. You know, I it wasn't like Akira when, <laughs> when we saw that, yeah. and I was like, I gotta go home. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. Uh, Reanimator, man. That's a, that deserves a rewatch. It's great. That was great yeah. Film. That was that's a great one. Um, let's see what else did I do. Uh, some I mean, I, I want a couple that I'm just going to mention, but don't really need to discuss. Is a uh, slaughterhouse is a '87 uh, slasher movie. That's it's pretty fun. It's got some fun characters. Uh, the Dark and the Wicked is a it's an okay. It's all it's mm. all right. It's a it's kind of like Hereditary if it were nowhere near as good. <laughs> Sorry to say, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, then uh, I also watch VHS '94. Oh, dude. That was fun. It was good. That was fun. There were, I mean... That's the, the last one that came out. Not the newest one, but yeah, last one that came year. came out, like, last year. Yeah. Dude, I, I love the, the rat one. Dude, okay, so, like, that one's pretty good, and yeah. then it gets to the end. Uh, spoilers for yeah. these VHS segments, but um, it's to the end where she spits on the guy's face, and he's just he's just ripping it off, and there's oh, blood everywhere. Dude. That's um, a wild movie. One segment that I really... I didn't... I was, like, so confused by it, but then by the time I figured it out, I'm like, that's really... That's really clever is the, uh... Like, the the terrorist group, and they're, like, planning this attack, and I'm like, what is it after? I'm like, oh, they're... They have vampire blood, and they're gonna use it as an explosive. Uh, yeah, and yeah. it's like, that was just such a, like, wow, that's, like... Okay, yeah, that's pretty creative. It was, like... And they were, like, um... It almost felt like white supremacy, like kind of guys. So, like, like, I'm pretty, like, I know, I'm pretty sure that they were like, they writing it. It was kind of like based on like the Oklahoma City bombing, okay, and whatnot, yeah. like Unabomber. I got more of like, um, you know, and I, it, yeah, but I got more of like uh, Trump supporters or something. Like yeah. That. Well, I, I also, I, I get like, that too, but like, I also like knew like, well, it's the '90s, so yeah, like, yeah. And that was the big terrorist event of the '90s. But, um, but no, like that, like you said, like I was trying to figure out what was happening with it, but it just that was a really nice little twist nice, at nice the way end. to put that yeah. but uh yeah that was that was vhs but 94 the, and uh yeah that's a that's a crazy movie that i i, I, I was like, really surprised honestly like it. i like i know they they kind of vary in quality but i really like i like anthology movies just yeah. because it's really nice to be able to be like hey if you don't like this one wait 15 minutes and then you're done then you yeah. can move on to the next one honestly and yeah. and yeah but uh no that was a <laughs> i watched that and i was very surprised and and happy about it um and they got a new one coming out and i've only seen I, I've seen I'm, I know I've seen the first one but I can't really remember a lot of it I don't, re- I yeah, I don't remember like a lot yeah. of the segments from any of the other ones and I haven't seen this, the other ones so I've only seen that one and the first one um, but uh, I need, they, they deserve a rewatch I guess and yeah, dive into same. the catalog there so um, but I think I think my favorite thing I watched this week let me make sure I don't have anything else okay Okay, I've I've got I've got the one thing you and I both watch, which we'll talk about later. But I think my favorite thing I watched recently was uh, Fear Street, nineteen ninety four. Oh yeah, you enjoyed it. Yeah, we talked that about was, that. That was so fun. Like that, 
like it had like little issues here and there, but like on paper, like if you just sold that movie to me with all the details, I'm like, that sounds perfect. Yeah. It's like it's in the '90s. It's got teenagers, and it's it's they got a bit of melodrama going on. Mm-hmm. It's a little corny. There's a bit of humor. the The lighting is really moody. Yeah. There's a lot of set pieces. It's gory. It's kind of a slasher, but it's also got some paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. It's got some weird like cult shit going on. Like there's so many like just fun horror elements to this movie and. It's, it's just a lot of fun. It was a blast. I love yeah, going through no, it. Yeah, no, it was good, man. Um, and, like, you know, don't need to go heavy into spoilers here, but that fucking bread slicer kill. Holy shit. It's been, it's been a minute since I've seen it, man, but, but uh, last the, year, I guess, I watched it. Yeah, it was um, it's the one where the, you know, they're in the grocery store, and they turn on the machine, and it's got oh, all the knives, yeah, and it just yeah, goes yeah. straight through. It's like, oh, yeah. shit. So, uh, so yeah, we watched 94. Are you, di- you going to dive into the, the second and third parts? Yeah. yeah, I'm going to do part two this weekend and nice. then part three next weekend. Space them out a little bit yeah. so I don't get burnt out. Yeah, I watched them back to back to back. and That was probably a bad idea. I should have yeah. a couple. Uh, I, you know, it's like I saw the movie started up and I saw Maya Hawk and I'm like, oh, Maya Hawk. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. awesome. And then I'm like, wait a minute. How come I've not heard much about my hawk in this movie? And it's like they pulled a scream on us. That's uh, why yeah. they like have the the probably most well known name in this movie get killed off like immediately. Right. right. Yeah, uh, that's a great movie, man. It's a it's a lot of fun, and and I think you'll. I'll be curious to hear your thoughts on the overall story arc of 66. what's going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, I, li- I like the lore they set up, and it's just like. I don't know. It, it it like I I know I was reading like they didn't directly base it on any of the individual Fear Street books, mm-hmm. and rather they just kind of took like the themes and stuff like that and whatnot. But it's like we talked about this last week, man. But it's like y'all, we need to make like a Goosebumps mini series that like takes the stories and is like, okay, you're grown up now. You can handle some blood and gore. Yeah, you can for handle. Sure. Like, can you imagine the haunted mask with like R rated body horror? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh... Goosebumps where it's at. I saw someone on Twitter say they were rewatching Goosebumps. And they're like, I'm a, I'm in my 30s watching Goosebumps because and I'm like, yeah, because it's awesome. I was like, I was like, it's so dark, it's so good, dude. But yeah, they should. Uh, we should. There should be a version of Goosebumps like, like what they're doing Winnie the Pooh, man. Just like, yeah, <laughs> well, that's because the that's because the public yeah, domain I know, shit. I know. Uh, but it'd be it'd be just fun to see like childhood uh, stories being able to be retold like that, you know more often so um, and then, then there's the movie uh you have any movies you watched you want to talk about before we get to the one we both watched? oh sure let's see so i uh nothing like too crazy but i watched uh well i watched werewolf by night yeah i, I don't i don't think i knew anything about that yeah i mean like i know of the i know like of marvel's rendition of you know wolfman or werewolf by night i guess i didn't, I didn't you know. even know that existed oh yeah they have like their own like monster series like huh. um they've got like i think i think they even did like jekyll and mr high and all kinds of crazy shit like you know and it was like old comics man but so yeah they did a werewolf by night special um it's like it's almost an hour it's like 50 55 minutes or something like that so that's kind of, you know I, I was kind of skimming through reviews and some people talked about it kind of harkens back to like universal horror. yeah it's, and like all of those were like only like an hour right so. and it's definitely filmed like that too it's black and white it's shot it shot just like it. it's cheesy um and, some, and like you know kind of like the dialogue as, as far as that goes um but it's got its marvel you know charm in there as well um there's a there's a, another character in it that's that's in it, and it's like, oh, he's in there, and that's that's cool. Does and, it tie into the MCU? Yeah, it technically is. Wow. It's, yeah, it's in the MCU, and apparently Kevin Feige said that this is the beginning that it, we're going to see a lot more monsters in the MCU. So I'm I thinking, don't, I don't mind. I don't mind either. I'm thinking Phase Six uh, or the the next saga after the multiverse saga is going to be the monster well, I mean, saga, like 
I mean, like you got. I'm thinking like Midnight Suns with like Blade and Moon Knight and Ghost Rider and all that shit is well, going to start. See, the original Universal monsters were kind of the first cinematic universe because yeah, yeah. you had those crossovers. And uh, do you remember when they tried to make like a modern version of that a couple years ago? Yeah, and, they and it com- bombed. They were like, like well, the Dark Universe, and they had like a photo shoot and everything. Yeah. And it's like, and they started off. Like, it's just such a bone. It was a cool idea. It's a cool idea to do that again, but like they started off with the Mummy, and it's like, all right, cool, fine. I get that wanting to capitalize off like the Brendan Fraser movies that people grew up with yeah. and whatnot, but it's like it just it's I mean, all the trailers I saw. I'm like, this just looks like an action movie. Like, yeah. if you're going to commit to Universal monsters, you lean more into the horror side yeah. and whatnot. I I don't think I saw that movie, but I heard it was just awful. I heard it was bad. Yeah, yeah. but no, Werewolf by Night. It was okay. Like it like I liked it, but it it wasn't like is it anything. is it good Halloween spooky atmosphere? Fun? It's got the spooky atmosphere. I'll probably get yeah. It I mean, it's de- especially if you like the Universal monster movies, yeah. like then it's definitely worth watching. Uh, I think you know. I think honestly, probably like the last like ten minutes pays off for the whole thing. Good, good. But um, overall, it, it wasn't bad. So I watched that. I watched. Uh, I just rewatched Friday Thirteenth Part Three. We've been talking about Friday Thirteenth. So I, that's where I think it starts to get kind of good, and it, it it holds up. It pays off, man. It's, um, that's the one. So like, I would like to someday be able to watch that in three D because it oh, is, yeah, it is kind of goofy. Like all the shots of just like it's so fu- yeah. I was watching that, and I, and I noticed it last time I watched it too. But I was like watching it again. I was like, man, it, it's so funny that this was like intended to be three D because even the titles like they stretch like it's coming at you, and like in the shot where he's like pointing the the thing and the towards the camera i'm like oh yeah. but uh but no it holds up because it's a lot of fun i mean it's just jason like fully in jason mode now I mean, that's and, the first one where he gets the mask yeah and, uh... i think i'm gonna watch i know i watched part two but i think i'm gonna watch three four five six i really those are like those are the, the, the core i yeah. think the funnest of them all for sure but uh so i watched that and then i just watched um texas chainsaw massacre 2 for yeah. the very first time what a difference of a movie that is yeah, compared completely to the first different. dude you, and i didn't really would, like it you would think that it's like the studio was like we need a sequel and they just pumped it out no yeah. same director ah oh, it's dude, like had a totally different tone and, so... and everything and like, even how it's shot and everything like and like there's a couple parts in it that are that i liked but like overall i just i don't know it was like maybe like too much it's you or know something. i understand why it has a cult following because the cast of characters and all the weird stuff in it yeah. and whatnot like uh the guy who's constantly scratching at his like metal head with yeah his coat bill mosley yeah. yeah and uh there's there's weird stuff and like dennis hopper just going crazy at yeah. the end of the movie's fun but like overall it's just like it's kind of like a not very good movie that just has a bunch of weird stuff that's just memorable enough to kind of give it like this kind of like cultural impact. I think it feels very like like a campy eighties you know movie. I mean, the, the poster and... is the Breakfast Club poster. Yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> it it and it's just I don't know. There's something about it. I'm like ah, I don't really. I'm okay with never watching this Some, again. Somewhere on YouTube, there's like a two hour long video essay of some guy explaining like the deepness behind it or something. Oh gosh, of course. I guarantee. I mean, I'm just oh, I'm, yeah, I'm making I'm sure, that up. Right. But I guarantee sure, that though. exists. But now, so I wa- I had to watch it because I just I just knew about it and I knew that it had a cult following and I just had to see for myself what it was all about and. Um, I think the radio uh, DJs probably seen in the chainsaw scene at the end were probably the best, and the oh, car yeah. and the intro where they're fun. driving. That's I like that scene, but everything else, I was like, ah, whatever. I I don't need to watch this again. There was a there was a third and a fourth one. I know. I now I'm like curious about those. I I, even, I know they're bad, but like I've seen some fun stuff from the third one, and it yeah. seems it leans a little more into the horror side than this one does. And then I think I've heard the fourth one's like completely terrible. I think Matthew McConaughey's in that one. I think uh, yeah, I, I've read and that. Renee Zellweger. I think Maybe. it's Maybe. like one of those weird. Like it's crazy how many like big 
actors. It's like you look them up and like they were in a garbage horror movie right, sequel yeah. back in the day. Yeah. So yeah, I just watched that on a Saturday afternoon just just to kind of have something and to do, and and I was like, oh, okay. But let's talk about what we both watched. Yeah, new new movie, Hellraiser. Yeah, dude. What'd you think? It was all right. Oh yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it was all right. Good. But the the fair the, to be fair, I think we both. We both haven't seen any of the... I've didn't... seen the first two. Oh, that's right. No, right. You did tell me about it. Who was I just talking to? I've seen the first two, and then... I was talking to Tyler. That's what it was. I was talking so, to my brother. I've seen the first two already, and I, I, re- I re-watched the first one last year, and it fucking holds up. And then yesterday, I was like... So I didn't know going into this. I didn't know if it was a remake or a reboot right. or a sequel or what, but I was like, I'm going to read the original story, Hellbound Heart, which is pretty short. And I read through it, and it's like, wow, that original Hellraiser movie, they basically, I think, that I'd, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't even write a script and they just used the original story, because it's that close to, okay. like, everything. So, yeah, this is definitely not a remake. It's definitely, like, another story in the universe, and there's a lot of cool shit in the Hellraiser universe of, like, the Cenobites and, like, the Lament configuration and all that and whatnot. And uh, one thing that was in the book that I've heard people discussing in the past is like in the book it specifically mentions that like you know the Cenobites like are, have these weird forms and it even describes Pinhead as being like like the, when you first describe Pinhead in the book it's like can't tell it, can't tell if this is a man can't tell if this is a woman don't know what this is so like you know I, I liked that Pinhead in this one played by a woman but like had that weird voice thing where it is kind of unclear yeah. it does it very much is like this is an otherworldly being and like sex and gender are like beyond the right. Cenobites in a way. But uh, yeah, I thought it was, uh, and you know, I think a lot of the reaction to it is, and I, I, I watched a two hour long documentary on the whole series last oh, really? night just to get, just to get an idea because Hellraiser had Hellraiser three. Hell, so, so Hellraiser one's a classic. It's amazing Two, not quite as good as the first, but still as cool shit. And then that's when I haven't, this is where I haven't seen the rest of them, but this is just me repeating stuff I've heard online. Three's crazy. It's not very good, but it's kind of bat shit. So it's kind of fun. Four is a mess. And then they kept, they started making Hellraiser movies where they would just grab a script and then they would throw pinhead into it and then make it just so they could keep the rights. And they Whoa. made like seven, six. Or I know there's a lot of them. Yeah. And those, and they're all terrible. Wow. Uh, one of them was directed by Scott Derrickson. I know that one. That, that's, that's, uh, yeah. that's the one that's apparently the least terrible, but it's still pretty bad. Oh. Uh, so they did that forever, and then this came out. So, you know, I never saw any of those, but for the Hellraiser fans that watched all of those movies waiting for there to be a good one, <laughs> I bet this one was kind of like a, oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just thought, like, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I, thought, I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't, like, spectacular or, like, amazing to me, but for the idea of watching a pinhead and, and the Hellraiser franchise. I mean, this is my first give it a go, you know? And, yeah. And, uh, but you I, could, I liked, you could do way worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, uh, I liked how it was shot. I liked the, I liked how it was directed. And, um, I thought this, uh, what are they? Cinnabites? What are they? Cinnabites. Yeah. Cinnab- cinnamon bites. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've seen like, I think I saw a meme image of someone going to like a Cinnabon and being yeah. like, well, I th- I? like the Cinnabites. Yeah, and then it's yeah. got like all the Cinnabites saying, we have such sights oh, to great. show you. That's great. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they, um, I thought they looked good. Uh, I thought it was gnarly in, in some, in some spots. Yeah. And I think it's definitely like a modern, like approach but uh, as far as especially being released straight to hulu i was like i was not mad about like watching it yeah and, yeah um but no i mean like i I, cool. I i think people were in that spectrum of either they hate it or love it though like i that's mostly what i'm seeing online like, yeah i'm seeing a lot of like it's pretty good but eh, for a yeah. lot of things my and one of the biggest complaints i see that i agree with 
it's not it's not a long movie, but it feels kind of long. It feels yeah. a little slow. And uh, what I love about the original two Hellraisers, and this might just be like from them being 80s horror movies is they just feel so grimy and raw yeah like they are gross ass movies and this movie had some pretty good gore effects in it too but there's something about it that felt just a little clean a little too glossy and and those original hellraisers just felt nasty just kind of really gross and this one didn't quite hit that same same stroke but right i don't know how much of that is like modern filmmaking techniques versus you know actual artistic decisions though maybe i'll try to find the original hellraiser so i can watch it because i'm very very curious you got it and and, and, you know what's nice is because this is not a remake it's like no you're gonna get a new story you're gonna get a lot uh that's one thing i will say is like you know the characters in the original hellraiser like they're they're fine they work for the story but i found these characters like what they're going through to be a little more interesting like on a personal yeah. basis not ne- it's not necessarily a better story but you know like the i think i think the idea of like the fact that she was unsure of what was happening because she's like i don't know if i just was just fucked up and hallucinating yeah. or yeah. what but yeah, yeah i liked i liked her i i thought everyone else was all right but yeah but no no fair enough fair enough fair but. enough i mean not not a bad movie not not amazing but it's like hey i mean if you're a hellraiser fan who sat through all those direct-to-video ones then uh this is probably a masterpiece in comparison right, yeah. so well uh let us know what you think of uh hellraiser for anybody who's listening frank or anybody hell yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so i know uh i got i have more movies to watch oh, coming yeah, for the cr- week it's I, crazy I, i'm I, like we're less than halfway through the month and it's like uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've still got uh still got quite a bit and then uh I've got a few rewatches that I want to save for later on in the yeah. month and stuff like that too, but Halloween ends comes out and Oh yeah, days. that was the yeah, that's another thing I was going to say. Yeah, we we got by by next episode we'll be talking about uh Halloween ends and yeah. uh and all that. I oh, that was another thing. I actually ended up uh not watching the whole thing, but it was on TV. I watched the the 2018 Halloween. Oh yeah. On yeah. and it was like yeah, it's good. Dude. It still holds up. I was like, it's, yeah, I've not I rewatched it. it. I watched it a couple years ago, but it's like, damn, this is, this is like, really good. I, I haven't really did a full rewatch, but just even watching like 45 minutes of it on TV, just like kind of casually was like, yeah, I like this. This is good. So, uh, Halloween kills. Oh, yeah. I yeah. did. did, evil, I did evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. That's all we can say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So, uh, anything else that, uh, Breaking, uh, breaking news or anything like uh, that? Not, no breaking news. Just uh, you know, just enjoying the Halloween vibes and uh, yeah. you know, I've, I've been like flip flopping. I played a little bit of Cry of Fear, played a little bit of Silent Hill, and how like, are you thinking about the Twitch uh, still or uh, we're not? Yeah, I'd like to do it sometimes. I'm, but I've been cat sitting, and it's like you know, I'll, ah, I'll, I yeah, come yeah. home and then I just I want to watch a movie and of go course, to bed. Yeah. But like once that's over with, I'll probably do some. I've uh, I've lately I've been um. Uh, every every year for the past couple of years, the Quake community has had a Halloween map jam where they just a bunch of map makers get together and they're like, let's create Halloween themed maps and they all release them at once. And uh, I don't know if there's going to be one this year, but I've been like replaying some of the last year's ones. And I, I think the third one, I don't think I ever played the third one. So I've been playing some levels from that and I might I might I might stream some of that. But it's, hmm. it's just fun because I love Quake. It's probably my all time favorite game. And it's nice to have a game you're familiar with. And then like these new levels made by fans and it's just like they're halloween themed there's there's they've got like cool spooky atmosphere and whatnot and yeah shit like that so yeah that's neat i've never played quake either it's uh i mean i could uh, i could go on about it like i it's not just my favorite game but like like learning about quake and its development history it's like i think it might be like the most important game ever made like without quake we wouldn't have like 3d game engines or like online multiplayer i mean we would have gotten it from somewhere else but like 
Quake was like the first fully 3D game that was like, wow, you can actually play it and it's fast and it's detailed. And then like the code for the Quake engine went to like other projects like Gold Source, which gave us Half-Life and then Half-Life 2. And like, I think even like the newest, I think like most modern 3D games still use code from the original Quake in some way, shape or form. Damn. So it's. It's nuts. I, I I could I've considered like doing the research and putting out like a whole video on it, but other people have also done that. Yeah. So, well, there you have it, folks. John knows his quake quake knowledge. I mean, I gotta because I mean, like most, I think I think at most of the team on Phantom Fury, they're uh, they're quake modders ah, basically. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, cool. Oh, all right, right on, dude. Well, I think that'll do it. You want to do some plugs? I guess. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, so I am I. John Queener Films on Instagram, uh, Queens of John Age on Twitter, John Queener Films on Facebook, and John Queener on YouTube. Wishlist Phantom Fury on Steam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. We got uh, the podcast, It Would Be Nice Podcast, on Instagram. Um, and then you can find me, August.Aguilar, on Instagram. You can check out Strange Film Studios on Instagram and YouTube and the, the Facebooks. And uh, I believe that's it. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, stay active on the social man i got like three social accounts i'm always trying to post daily on yeah. but then there's me where i'm just like eh, i don't have anything to post you're like yeah, I'll, I'll give it a like yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah no it, uh we appreciate anybody that's uh checking us out or or giving us a like and all that good stuff and and whatnot but we got the new movie coming out uh i'm almost done i if premiere will hopefully uh, wake up for me later on tonight. I'll get started on the credits, and I'll be yeah. almost done with this movie. And um, I think that's about it, though. I mean, we've got just Halloween spooky season and any other news. We'll that have comes uh, up. so next week's the nineteenth, and the week after that's the twenty fourth, and then uh, so folks, you got like three, probably three more episodes of us talking about Halloween movies. before yeah. we, before we chill out with that, but uh. You know, there there will also be other things to talk about, too. So Yeah, right on. Well, uh, come back and check us out on Mondays for Spotify's Music Monday playlist that we've got going on. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. And I, I was listening. I was re-listening to it, and I was like, oh, man, I don't know why I did that whole Music Monday. I was like, <laughs> I was like, God, dude, I need to, like, come up with some theme song. I don't even know what I was doing. I, I had, like, three happy dads, and I was, <laughs> I was like, I was having a good time with my boys, and but uh, now, so Music Monday's on uh, Monday. We've got uh, every Wednesday, we've got our episode coming out. And uh, you can find us on all the platforms from there. So There you go. That's it. I guess that would be nice. Uh, it would be nice. Yes, sir. We'll see you next time, folks. Bye.